I feel that you have to command respect. When you enter the set, people have to respect you. And if you are a director, they have to respect you as a director. My introduction for today's guests cannot be given in a couple of lines, so I'm going to keep it short. I'm delighted and very honored to have veteran actor, producer, director Asha Parikh on today's episode. One of her first ever podcast recording. I feel it's it's a first, it's a milestone both for the podcast and me to have had the opportunity to speak to Asha Ji. Also, let me tell you what a spot she was while we recorded this podcast over Zoom. Someone rightfully said, "Talented artists always stay relevant." Ma'am, uh, thank you for uh, uh, you know coming on questions I wanted to ask with me. It's just a really, really big honor for me to have you uh, and for you to agree to do this, especially when you're not keeping you know very well because of the leg injury. So thank you so much once again. It's all right. It's my pleasure too. To <laughs> I think uh, what you are doing, <laughs> ma'am. I think uh, my day became a because you started by complimenting me, and I was like, "Oh my God!" Then how do I begin my podcast now? Because that's something that I was supposed to do. You're looking lovely. <laughs> Thank you so much, ma'am. I'm just like beaming, uh, like quite wide. uh you are looking absolutely lovely and as lovely as ever you can be thank you uh ma'am you know i have been thinking about you know this podcast as to what will i ask you of course there was a there was a long list of questions that you know i have because of the the varied experiences that you've had you know across the industry but you know and then obviously we were doing our research and all of that and i was like i i don't think so i am i'm you know still capable to kind of ask you questions much about work and life etc but i i think the the entire mood of this podcast is going to be how do i learn from you uh and learn from me yes yes i'm still learning if you ask me ma'am that's the that's a great thing uh so i think uh, the quest to learn never ends and i think that's the best thing but uh i i think before even be kind of go into deeper into the questions etc uh what what you have seen through the journey from you know from being a child actor to to continue to do work pick work which you like till now uh i think there is so much to learn at every stage when you know you started working when literally it wasn't norm for women in india to work right at a very 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 early age uh i started working because i was very fond of dancing yes and uh, it was just by chance that uh, because i used to dance on you know record bajti thi aur main dance karti thi it was nothing i had not learned dancing but it was the school you know the jb petit high school where i studied that they were having their uh, i think 75th year or 50th year i don't remember and uh, i remember premna ji was supposed to come and be the chief guest so we went to invite him and he said asha dance karegi so 
मैं आऊंगा जरूर अब आशा डांस करेगी क्या डांस करेगी वो रिकॉर्ड पर डांस करती थी क्या उसको कुछ आता नहीं था माई मदर टेरेबली यू नो वर्ड की अब करें क्या किस तरह से क्या करेंगे कैसे सो शी टुक मी टू लेट मोहन लाल पांडे एंड सर ये लड़की को सात दिन या आठ दिन में एक आइटम इसका करवा के दीजिए बिकॉज शी डेंट वॉन्ट मी टू डांस ऑन रिकॉर्ड Sure. So anyhow, I was made to. I mean, I learned in eight days, and I was put on the stage, and that's how I started performing on the stage. And people started mm. coming to know that I perform on the stage. So with my studies, I used to perform on the stage. So that's where my career started as a dancer. And there were not many, uh, I would say, many other dancers or girls of your age who were dancing because were parents comfortable? Because us time pe dancing wasn't taken as a very very respected profession, was it? No, classical dance. I mean, was everyone okay. wanted to learn. At that hmm. time, we didn't have this Bollywood sort of dancing and all that. So parents were very happy if their children went and learned Bharatnatyam or Kathak. Hmm. I started with Kathak, hmm. and then I was—I uh, mean, I started learning Bharatnatyam also. Hmm. So it was quite nice. It was a little taxing because I used to go from Santa Cruz to Flora Fountain to study. So I was at seven o'clock. Bus pakad ke school me jati thi, two baje ghar aati thi, and then I would. Uh, Take a little rest, study, and at about four thirty-five, I would go to learn my dance. So I was occupied all the time. And this is all on your own. आप अकेले जाते थे, अकेले या आपकी मम्मी साथ में आती थी? Yes, my mother was a very big force, a very powerful woman was hmm. behind me. Yeah, so it's it's the mother that's who's made you who who you are today. Yes, definitely. Ma'am, isn't it beautiful that you know every woman that I have almost spoken to, you know, especially on my part podcast or otherwise also, most of them actually you know talk about having very very strong mothers, and uh, you know, and then them them becoming who they are. Uh, what qualities of those of your mother that you think you kind of took on and you continue to kind of uh, you know cherish and you know have? I wish I was like my mother. Yeah. Very strict mother. Very. Uh, she had a. She was a very powerful woman. It mm. was not only me. It was the whole Parikh clan plus the Lakhrawala clan. They were, you know, because she was the eldest. Hmm. She had so much of power that the whole family used to be frightened of her. Hmm. So it was that power which she had. so i did take something like discipline yeah being on time punctuality mm. yeah and uh, if i was doing something like she never made me feel that i was a star hmm kept me well grounded hmm hmm so that's what i learned from her so she yeah. was a strict mother yeah very strict mother 
and you think she was fine like the jitna was strict it really helped you or you think she could have been lenient for you to maybe do something else and you know do more stuff no no she used to push me till she knew what was my limit hmm like if i was uh, performing on the stage but hmm. i used to harass her a lot also <laughs> i had a lot of stage fright huh i would be all the time saying you know i want to go to the loo pure ghungru phir le phir bandho then i would start puking you know before going on the stage and uh, one thing she used to handle me nene theek hai theek everything will be all right once huh. i was on the stage i was absolutely all right but before going on the stage i was a wreck ma'am this is quite interesting because you know now so i have a 6 year old right and all all i hear around me mothers or mothers who have slightly older kids is that oh we don't want to push our child to do something we don't want you know to do anything we don't want the child to do anything which is against the wishes or if the child is not inclined and how do you how, what are your thoughts on that because you know at one point you're saying that your mother pushed you to go on stage right at the same time for example me i used to dance she knew what i wanted you see hmm. she saw to it that uh, when i was interested in dance she pushed me towards it yeah yeah i mean she was yeah. there behind me when i was dancing yeah 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 so it's not that she because she wanted me to become a dancer hmm what you are trying to say is she didn't push me to become a dancer i wanted to become a dancer she pushed you for the discipline so, yeah so she realized yeah. that i had a you know a liking for dancing yeah so she helped me amazing amazing but but ma'am how how do parents kind of you know what are your thoughts on parents like just being this not pushing their child for something wherein they know that the child know because also these kids are i mean for example even us we're all exposed to we are used to of choices right we are hum ye bhi classes karte hain wo bhi classes karte hain ye bhi karte hain we ourselves sometimes don't know what we want the kids don't know what you know what do they want how do you how do you find that choice for the child or how does a child find that choice for himself or herself i think there's so many things to do right now yeah so many avenues opening up hmm it becomes difficult for the child hmm decide what she wants yeah it's the mother who should see where she's inclined yeah and push her towards that yeah instead yeah. of you know uh, she going hey why the child going hey why should i do this should i do that yeah no, the, the mother has to guide the child it's interesting ma'am because you know uh, while at the same time we want to guide our kids but uh, for example my daughter is so creatively creatively inclined that I, but i'm so scared of her you know creating that youtube video because it's like you are just 6 i can't push you to you know just go on to technology and it's just a very very difficult balance of keeping them off screen and then go on screen and all of that uh as i said that today this youtube has become a very gigantic sort of a thing which every child wants to be on youtube yeah 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 talk coming and i don't know what <laughs> all comes in so uh 
every child wants to be on the youtube wants to see herself on the screen yeah yeah so it's become a little difficult yeah and i think we are all going very very fast yeah yeah i think uh, we were quite laid back i would say that i mean i wouldn't say laid back i guess you know you guys took one thing at a time you know worked on it uh, kind of made sure that you aced that thing and then kind of moved on to the next thing and that's that's why they say that uh, you know you guys have excelled art not the way we do so yeah i mean it's 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 different timings and i hope our kids are able to ace art the way you know you guys have done it uh, speaking of that uh, have you do you watch youtube or do you do you consume anything specific on youtube or you know netflix or any of these uh, ott players ott channels etc yes i uh, do channels i do which what do you watch i watch serials i watch movies i mm-hmm. watch documentaries really on netflix yes which has been your favorite oh your recommendation if i have to ask you uh, i like the my friend the octopus okay okay and uh, i like the black tiger too you like black tiger yeah okay because i felt that he came into a new territory and how he had to make friends with others mhm it was okay nice okay okay but do you do you watch like netflix or youtube regularly on a daily basis or you know very very rarely no i try to see as much as i can because there are people who come out and say oh we saw this and that was very good and we saw this and this was very good hmm. so then i try to keep up ma'am how how do you keep up with this you know all this new uh, new, new age content that we're talking about right because yeah. earlier there was only theater where you could watch you know yeah. cinema how do you keep up with this this entire barrage of new age content it's nice to see because uh, now you have good stories coming up on ott hmm which that those experiments could not be done for a theater release yeah and it's given a lot of new artists artists who were you know thrown back and they were nowhere and they've come back and yeah. uh, it's nice to see that there's a lot of content coming out yeah a lot yeah. of reality shows coming up Hmm. So it's interesting, ma'am. So you, you decide how to do it. That I have to see this. I mean, you are watching on a personal recommendation basis, or just whatever you, I mean, what you get on screen as a recommendation on that basis. Or you have friends suggesting you watch this and you watch that. Yes, recommending also, and sometimes I do look into something which I feel may be interesting, and if I don't hmm. find it interesting, I close it. I I've I've heard that you and Vahida ji keep uh, sharing you know shows and uh, series which we yes. you kind of watch on Netflix we do we any, do any anything particular that you have liked you know of late uh both of you have liked together well i saw mirzapur uh, hmm it was a little shocking it hmm. was uh, well i don't like bad words hmm no swearing hmm but uh, the director has done a fabulous job hmm. and the the artists were also very very good hmm 
So I like seeing it, but I wish there was not so much of uh, bad words. But they have shown reality. Ma'am, so so you do you not agree with showing bash bad words or whatever negative words at all, or you feel that it's fine depending on the story? It's fine because, as I said, that the story required it. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. But for us, it was a little bit of a shock, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I had not seen Mirzapur, and Maida was going on saying, "You must see it because it's so well made." She yeah. says, "Yeah, there's a little bit of something." So, you know, you feel a little bored, you know. But Daunting, yeah. Yeah. But huh. yes, we did see it. But ma'am, up you've been uh, the chairman of Sense Board yourself, and it it's it's I know I mean it's been like a quite a shift in terms of how Sense Board used to operate at at that time and to now. What yeah. what do you think has changed? I mean, it's the same set of people. I know we are exposed to a lot more media, etc. But what do you think should be done at this point of time from a Sense Board perspective to ensure that you know things are taken care of? What are your views on that? I've always said that censorship should be started by the parents. Hmm. What their children should see and what hmm. their children should not see. Sure. And uh, I remember we had a meeting with uh, late uh, Sushma Swaraj when she was the INB minister, and uh, there was lots of things which we discussed, and she said that. Certainly, in certain places, the high-fly people—they hmm. have their children at home, and they go out for parties. The servants are seeing porn, and the children are watching the porn. Is it good? It's not good. But hmm. that time, she was wanting that there should be a little bit of censorship on these particular things. So I said, hmm. it's the parents who should hmm. come and see what the children are seeing. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I mean, uh, but ma'am, so in that case, what do you think are like the most essentials of today's new age parents? Because uh, you know, while we all want to continue holding those values, but then we are also exposed to this everything to this barrage of media and content around us. What are some key things, as say, as a mother, I should be giving to my child to ensure that the child holds those values? Yes, you have to put in those values into your child. If you uh, do not put those values, your child is going to do exactly what the child wants to do. So, what are those? What are those values that you insist? As I said, to respect your elders, to care for your elders. You see, the children right now don't even realize that they are also going to get old. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not They're talking to the tiny children. I'm talking of the twenties, uh, yeah, and teenagers, yeah, yeah. That you are also going to get old. Yeah, yeah. So when yeah. you go old, and when you have children, hmm. you would like your children to be respectful to them. Yeah. To love them and to care about them. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. In India, where, where did we have these old people homes? And now you see so many of them. Yeah, yeah. But that's also because because the children have gone abroad. There are children who are in uh, India, and they go and keep them in the old people home, which is so so distressing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you hear the old people speaking in the old people's home, mm -hmm. they are such sad stories. Mm. And I get very upset with it. Mm. And you've been personally associated with the, these old age homes? No, I am not. Uh, I've been associated with them, but I hear stories. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those stories are so sad. Mm. I remember there was a story about a woman in Pune. She mm. had four sons. And they used to beat her up. Oh, God. And ultimately, they had to put her into an old people's home. Mm. And she used to sit near the window thinking, one of the boys will come and see me. And That's nobody sad. went to see her. Hmm. And when the story came out in the press, all the four boys ran to her saying, please come back home. She says, no, I'm very happy here. I don't want to come home. That's really sad. That's really sad. So that's sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, I mean, uh, it's... What that's what you're mentioning, that it's the value system that needs to be very, very strong uh, to ensure that, you know, families and kids and they're all, you know, connected to each other and have emotions for each other. Families. 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 trying to Fam say, like, the get-together of families. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. Uncles, yeah. aunts getting together. Yeah. It's a very big thing because that's family. Yeah. Do not have that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Ma'am, speaking of which, you are somebody who's who's a who's a decently social person, and you've had your, uh, you know, you've had your, you know, had your people while all these years. At the same time, you decided to stay single. What has what has you know, uh, what were those things that you had in mind to ensure that those people around you are the right kind of people? right? Because you were, uh, while you had your parents, but at the same time, those friends or close family friends or whatever, who are those people? Was it like, has it been a conscious effort uh, to uh, to say that, okay, these are going to be my people or it just happened over the years? How are those relationships being were being, being built? Uh, well, um, I would say my mother always collected everybody together. Hmm. So there was a family. Mm. Those uh, strings which were there mm. were there because my mother was keeping those strings tied. Mm. Like if I had to tell you, mm. I would say, well, if you have sisters, if you have brothers, get them together, pay for a Eid or for a Diwali or a New Year. Mm. Your daughter comes to know that this is my mother, this is my It makes a lot of difference. Yeah. Slowly, yeah. a little attachment comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. the child is all by herself. She doesn't know who's her uncle, who's her aunt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, on Diwali's, I have mm -hmm. all my cousin brothers their wives, their children coming and meeting once a year. They come to my house for Diwali, for the new year. For mm -hmm. Diwali, we go to our brother's place. 
So mm-hmm. we are all the time in touch with each other. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, feeling of being a family, mm. it has to be there. Okay. So, ma'am, this is all, you know, family and relationships and kids and all. But now I want to go back to, you know, uh, to the work or to the body of work that you have had all these years. Uh, while the world knows the work, I want to know what went behind building that woman who, who's, you know, who's had such an exemplary, you know, body of work. Uh, when you were, when when you were doing films and when you were at that that peak there were not many women who were working there were not many women around you at sets film sets pe nahi hoti thi itni ladkiyan uh, uh, commercials mein business teams mein to i think bilkul bhi nahi hoti thi but what was it like then matlab uh, was it comfortable what what was it like that uh, i'm not criticizing but Haan. i'm just trying to say that we didn't have a horde of people around us sure Sure. which is not right according to me hmm. we don't need this paraphernalia hmm. 7788 people all the time you are you know surrounded by them and uh, we had our own ways of working hmm. we had three or four people with us we had the makeup men we had the hairdresser and that's hmm. it and my hmm. mother used to be with me Mm. so it was easy working mm. it looked as if we were a family when we were on the set sure sure i don't think that feeling is there today mm. 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 because an artist gives a shot goes into the vanity van mm. sometimes yes it may be happening i'm not saying it doesn't happen that everyone collects together and sits and mm. Uh, mm. it's like a family but mm. it's not a family family according to me mm-hmm. but ma'am was it was it a family when even when you were working with while you were being a big big female star there were also you were working with very very big then your contemporaries then big male stars and we've all known that the stardom of a male actor is 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 always assumed to be bigger than yeah. what it is for a ma'am how did you cope up to that like you know uh, I, the reason i'm asking this is because it's for us it's equivalent to working in an office environment or women who are working in entertainment today right things have gotten better but maybe not completely better so today while i am working you know uh, there is a male contemporary but he somewhere might get little bit more you know attention or advantages etc how did you cope up with that that's always been there टाइम you miss that part of uh, the movie making process yes sometimes you feel that you would have worked much longer when there were subjects like these and films like these yes yeah and maybe yes. you know after a certain age uh i i mean you can't work hmm either you are given a mother's role or a 
sister's role. Hmm. So that was a little bit of a setback for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that women are getting, you know, as they age, they're getting much nicer roles. In fact, yes. um, which is which is the beauty of again the new age content today. Definitely. And uh, audience is also accepting. Yes, a married woman was never accepted first. Yeah, yeah. Now it yeah. is. So it's a good yeah. thing. Women ma'am, ma'am. coming out. Women are becoming more stronger. But again, I think everywhere a man always dominates the woman. I do not know ma'am. why. Ma'am, how can we change that? The change we're not mean because you find women in different uh, line of work. Hmm. Women are becoming pilots. Women are, hmm. I mean, getting into army. Hmm. So it's a nice thing. Women directors are coming. Hmm. First, you never had women directors. Yeah. Very few. Yeah. 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 Like when I started directing my serial, it was yeah. always that, oh, she's not directing. Hmm. It's hmm. always her. It's just her name. You know, just as, as I... The first episode, the first episode of this podcast had Ashwini Ayer, who's a female director, who's a director, happens to be a female. And, uh, you know, when I asked her about, you know, her experiences on set. So, like, for example, she mentioned that, uh, you know, initially when she used to go on sets, people used to call her sir. And it took some time for people to realize that, okay, you know, she's not to be called sir and they can call her ma'am or whatever but it I guess you know it's it's the change but what are those little things like I still get worried about the fact that you know uh, there could be a male colleague or in fact we constantly keep talking about the fact that you know this one's getting more attention because he's a man right how did you cope up with those feelings how did you what did you do did you work extra hard did you work uh, you know at maybe I don't know networking more because networking <laughs> Yes, networking has become a big thing. And uh, I feel that you have to command respect. When you enter the set, people have to respect you. And if you are a director, they have to respect you as a director. I remember yeah. once when I just started directing Pura Kagas, uh, one of these boys thought that, you know, he could supersede me. Hmm. And I had just gone out of the set and he, you know, arranged the shot. And when I came back, I created a big hue and cry. I said, who put this camera here? Everyone was silent. So hmm. I told the cameraman, you will put the cam- camera where I tell you to put the camera. Yeah. So... The cameraman said, yes, I agree with you. And we changed the shot. The gentleman who was there understood that he could not get his way. And the next day he rang me up and he said, I don't think I can work. I said, fine, I don't want you to work. So he left. Oh my God. (laughs) That means speaking up is so, so, so important. Yes, it is. It is. You have to make your mark. But during your times when you were uncomfortable about certain things on set, about, say, safety, about comfort, about, say, long hours. And I, I, I know that I've read enough to know that, you know, 
you guys used to wait for very very long hours for your shots to be ready and sometimes waiting for male actors did you speak up at those times or it was you had to kind of balance it out no we did not have much of a problem there because we knew with which hero i was working with sure sometimes they would tell me don't come early we are coming late fine hmm. there was an adjustment hmm. later on in my life when i started working with the new heroes there was one particular hmm. hero uh, i don't want to name him but that's fine uh, i remember that i went at 9:30 on the in, in the studio to shoot and we could not shoot because the hero didn't turn up and what do you think he turned up at 6:30 in the evening and that really put me off and i said no i do not want to work and i quit working for film yeah i mean yes discipline is sometimes an issue i think not yes. everybody but yeah with some people you know it might yes, there is become an, i mean yeah. working with amitabh bachchan you have to be on time on the dot yeah. because yeah. he's so punctual yeah yeah he's very punctual yeah i mean that's i i guess that's pretty much punctuality as a thing is pretty much with all actors of your generation it's uh, time issue is something that we see now to be a you know little bit of a problem but in my experience whenever i've worked with a senior actor they're all on time and it's so beautiful because then the shoot goes on smoothly you know everything gets wrapped up on time etc and you're in the best of your moods to deliver what you're supposed to absolutely yeah uh ma'am speaking of this you know when when you guys i mean the, the entire process of finding films for actors right these days is become like a i would say a systematic process there are agents and there are managers and there are casting companies etc wo us time pe kuch nahi do you need do you need I'm, that i i want to know i mean do you need that no you think no no okay, okay. why do you think so I feel the director should know what he wants. Yeah, but with the plethora of, you know, content coming in, the number of films that are being made and series that you definitely need people behind to, you know, but get that. So many. Sure. So many. Then that me too comes in. What about that? And there are times when there is a good actor, but because of certain things. he's pushed out and if the hmm. director was there he would see that talent is there and he would pick up that talent yeah but ma'am wasn't power struggle there at that time as well wasn't the issues of sexual harassment as as what me too no. is meant to be no not at all no no but there were also very few women i mean because there were only the only women were who were there were actors or maybe singers and musicians right uh now there are you know directors and ad's and writers and script writers and lots of other people lots of other women you know pretty much in every there is fine i don't say there's any uh objection on women being there yeah what i feel is that do we need so many people mhm because today it's just a small incident i remember that if you wanted to uh meet a tv star i'm taking yeah. a tv star yeah it's difficult for a journalist to get on to that 
star because she has to go to the manager hmm the manager has to go to the pr or the pr has to go to the manager and the manager has to go to the secretary and the secretary has to go i don't know where anyhow somehow it is reached to that star. yeah 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 and this journalist was a very important journalist i was talking to and she said i got i mean fed up just to reach to that star and it was i feel it was a not for not good for the star because yeah. she missed out on a good interview so do we need this paraphernalia i mean i'm just take for instance there was a producer director whom i met recently and he wanted to get a star to work in his film but he was not a very big star and a big director and he was not connected with the um what do we call uh, the current generation or studio oh, okay a studio he sure. didn't have the uh, studio to back him up yeah for the film oh hello went round and round to get to the star he says when i ring up the manager he says well you know she has uh, read the script but she says she'll talk after a week so after a week he goes back again and brings up the manager no you see what has happened it just goes on and on and on either you say you don't want to work or you want to work but it has not reached the star yeah it is not I mean, the star who's saying yes or no you get my point what i'm trying yes. to say efficiency can definitely be improved in terms of mm-hmm. the way uh, stars or the but entire the manager wants to take his importance which the star doesn't realize yeah yeah i mean yeah i no that uh, this person has approached me yeah 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 i agree i mean from an efficiency perspective definitely but i also feel that with the plethora of content the kind of diff- a, a one actor or a big star when you know he or she is doing work it's it's different kind of work so there are specialists doing special uh, you know different things which is fine but yes efficiency can definitely be improved access to the star can be improved uh, i mean, uh, i the secretary or the manager he thinks that he's the star yeah yeah you agree with me yeah i agree i agree yeah it sometimes is very difficult to reach the i mean though i come from that world but it it is sometimes very difficult to reach the manager or the assistant uh you know or the agent to reach the star you and realize because you've gone through it yeah i mean ma'am <laughs> part of it so yeah but <laughs> but uh you know speaking of which ma'am what has been your schedule in order to continue managing uh you know while you when you were pursuing acting full time you know you had your days full with acting but at the same time you mentioned about discipline and i want to know what has been your schedule through you know while you were acting and till now to be able to maintain yourself to you know your health your mental and your physical health what has what has that journey been like the world would want to know what does asha ji do that she looks resplendent and so beautiful even while i'm speaking right now well i i read i exercise yeah i am a little lazy try to avoid exercising but then i realize i have to exercise so i do it 
and uh, go out, meet friends, meet younger people, talk yeah. to them, yeah, uh, listen to them, like what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read the papers. Yeah. Keep yeah. yourself occupied. Speaking of meeting people, I mean, yesterday also when we were talking and today also, I realized that people are a very important part of who you are and your life, right? And especially your friends. I want to talk about this word called sisterhood uh, or the female friendships, as you would call it, right? Uh, you've spoken about them in your book. You've spoken about Vaida ji, Shami ji, all of them. Uh, can you tell me what has been your journey and what these people mean to you? Whoever, it's whether it's Vaida ji or Shami ji or the other friends that you have, you know, and what is that sisterhood for you? It's like an emotional tie. Yeah. Fortunately for me, they are elder to me. Hmm. So sometimes they advise me. Hmm. And sometimes they even uh, uh, get angry with me if I do something wrong. Yeah. So it's it's a nice feeling. You have some something like some elder sister on top of you. Yeah. Who's yeah. advising you, who's helping you. And uh, yes, it's not that I all the time listen. To, I do listen to them, but they also listen to me. Sure, sure. And then I uh, think... Uh, Vaidaji is not doing the right thing, I tell her. Huh. No, I don't think this is right, you know, that sort of a thing. Or she huh. turn around and say, Asha, you're not going to do this. You huh. know, that sort of a, a huh. friendship is there. And it's a nice huh. thing because uh, they give you advice, sometimes that, which is not good for me, and they advise me that, don't do this, you know. Hmm. There's somebody who's there. Sure, sure. Like a friend of mine, I wouldn't say a friend because she's very much younger to me. But when she comes up, I mean, she's my neighbor. She comes up and sits with me and she'll say, Auntie, this is not the thing to be done. This is to be done. That is it had to be done. So I learn from her. She's younger and she's around. She's been around. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice to have good friends. Amazing. And you guys travel also together, yes. right? You are all fond of traveling. Yes. And where are, where all have you traveled? And what are like what is, what is the best trip that you've ever had? Like with you and Vaidaji have traveled extensively, right? Yes, we've been to Turkey. We've been to, we've taken a cruise to Scandinavia. We've gone to Alaska and wow. Canada. Hmm. And we make these short trips. We go to Pune quite often because... There are sometimes uh, functions where we have been invited as chief guests. Hmm. We travel and we talk about a lot of things. Ma'am, any particular trip that, that is like your best trip that you've ever had or anything like which is like very etched on your memory kind of a thing? All the trips are very wonderful. We had Helen with us also when we huh. went to Turkey, when we went to the Scandinavian cruise. So we were three of us. We enjoyed each other's company. Mm -hmm. And it was fun. Amazing. Ma'am, you know, I mean, we're almost towards the end of the conversation. I have two more important questions to ask you. If 
if if you're looking if you look back at your journey and there's something that you'd want to want us to learn from your journey as women right as women who are working maybe some of us are first generation women who are working in our families uh, who are in probably roles which are not uh, which are very gender agnostic but they you know you're slowly being accepted you know what is that that piece of advice that you have for people like say me and you know uh, other women keep grounded yeah yeah keep grounded think of your elders teach your children that they should be grounded hmm. children should be grounded yeah yeah if there is something you know from what you have experienced in your journey of films of of your friendships of your relationships if there's one lesson that you feel you sh- we should learn from your mistakes or experiences or regrets that you've had what is that one lesson that maybe you shouldn't have done but you went ahead and did it you took that call but you'd want us to tell us that maybe don't do that <laughs> yes you may you do mistakes in life yeah all of us sometimes do. what you have done uh, what you should not have done so i would advise you all that please whatever you do do it with full faith full trust and with love and work hard you aim for something go for it that's amazing that's amazing thank you ma'am this was quite amazing i mean i think i during the entire conversation i was a little over excited and hyper i don't know if i have done justice to you know getting that opportunity of asking and asking you questions but uh, i i hope you know some of our readers uh, you know who are listening and some of our viewers who are listening this will be able to kind of learn from your experiences of you know whether how how it was as a woman you know when you were working and things that you have carried on till now uh, thank you so much ma'am it was quite an honor to have you on uh, the podcast thank you i enjoyed talking to you thank you for watching this if you've enjoyed this conversation make sure you hit the like button comment what was your favorite part and also subscribe to the channel don't forget to press the bell notification to never miss a new episode because we have a lot more coming uh, this podcast is available on spotify apple google geo savan by the name questions i wanted to ask you can listen to it wherever you like link will be in the description you can follow me on social media instagram twitter etc and all the links are in the description thank you for watching i'll see you in the next one